Number one then, and number one now. You're listening to Heffron and Reed. Heffron and Reed. Rated number one podcast by the World Podcasting Federation and the Podcast Ranking Association. No, for real. It says it right here. John Heffron and John Reed. First off, we want to thank everybody who came out to the McLaren Theater of Performing Arts. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, we got 2,000 people in and out of that place. Sorry we couldn't uh, sign everybody's stuff, but me and John both had early flights to catch. Uh, but I'd like to thank all the staff that showed up. It was a short uh, staff, but well, we did it. 2,000 yeah. people strong. Announcements yeah. for other Heffern and Reap theater shows coming up soon. But that one was a great one, wasn't it, John? It was beautiful. Great crowd, all new stuff. I can't believe it worked. You know, a lot of times when you do new material, I'm always worried, um, is it workshopped enough for this big crowd? Yeah. You know, I like to try new stuff in smaller rooms, but all that new stuff, I mean, I couldn't be happier. Great crowd, great material. You did great. Can't believe. I know. I can't believe. That was good. Uh, the lady, lady in the front, though, I thought we were going to have a little <laughs> bit of difficulties, but it was. Yeah. And it was also appreciative afterwards how many people came up to us after the show and just said, thank you for not having shitty merch. Like they go to a lot of mm-hmm. other comedians stuff that just sell really bad T-shirts and, and just bad yeah. merch. And, and the fact that we didn't have any. People were actually appreciative that we weren't. um, I had a couple of people say stuff like, you know what? We need guys like you right now. There's too many other, I don't even know if they want to say comedians, other people who are doing this, who are not getting laughs and they're trying to just drive home a point without laughs. And they're like, we needed laughs. So thank you for providing laughter at least every 30 seconds to 45 seconds to a minute yeah it was good it was good hopefully other people will get to experience experience it i got a lot of things what's your next show i know you got another one without me what's your next one uh my next one would be uh i just might have figured this out today there is a new comedy club up in Traverse City, Michigan. It's kind of towards the top. It's a really rich town, very touristy, real nice homes. It's where everybody goes. They open a comedy club, and I am going to be there just for this wine tasting in the middle of the week. So I've been reaching out to them saying, hey, when are you going to have Heifer and Reap up there? And then I just said, oh, by the way, I'm up here this Thursday. You should have a special show where it's me. Thus thus paying for all my hotels leading up to it. Because I'll make the money back. Right. Why not? It's a hustle economy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got got, got a gift. It's not like you're ripping people off. Yeah, the go and then I'll meet them. And then what I'll do is uh, I'll then push our stuff after winter. Because you don't want to be up there in the winter. Because it's going to be brutal. Yeah, Unless we take snowmobiles up there. So maybe in the spring. So I'm doing that uh, for you. Also, I'm dressed like this. I was going to um, bring it up. I was going to say I have questions. Um, John Heffern, for those of you who are only listening to this podcast, number one, thank you. 
for that. We're on Apple, Spotify, Pandora, anywhere you get a podcast. We're that. Um, and you you want to write some new review that we could use some new i uh, iTunes or Apple podcast reviews. Do that. We'll give you a shout out. But if you're only doing that, you can't see what I'm seeing. If you did want to see it, you go to Facebook or YouTube. But here's what's happening. John Heffern is wearing a uh, bicycle helmet and what looks to be like a Charlie Brown T-shirt. Yeah. Can we get rid of the middle picture for just one second? We've been staying around Superman kissing. Oh, I I don't see that. that. I don't see that. You don't see that? No. Oh, I I, see. I, I just see it's just me and you. I'm not sure what you're looking at. Oh, I see. Uh, I see Superman with a gentleman in. Uh, well, that's not hair. Superman. That is Superman's son. Well, Superman's son is uh, <laughs> he's kissing another fella. Yeah. Uh, and that's what I see in the middle of my screen, unless that's just uh, an illusion. Yeah. That's no, that's what's weird. happening. The the new Superman, the son of Clark Kent and Lois Lane, is uh, is concerned about the environment. He does not shy away from politics and and will soon begin a romantic relationship with a male friend. So, um, yeah, that's the new Superman, the son of the original. Well, on my end, then, I'm just going to stare at him kissing the whole yeah. time because he's I – can, I can see half of your face and both of – both of these gentlemen kind of <laughs> I don't know what that is. Let's get uh let's get the Alan Jackson up in here, see if he can oh, yeah. uh answer some questions because I'm not seeing what you're seeing. No, no, I I'm not sure why, John Heffern, you're you're still seeing that. We have that loaded up to show mm. later it's in the literally show. Right in the middle. Smack dab I don't in the understand. middle. So now he's covering up John Reap for you. Yes. You're not seeing John Reed. You're seeing Superman kissing. I I see Superman kissing, and then I see you. I don't know. John is now going behind. That is really interesting. Yeah, I don't know what that is, because we're using a new service. A lot of times we were using StreamYard. Now we're using Studio. Restream. Restream. But um, John John Heffern, do me a favor, and I know this makes for exciting audio uh, podcast (laughs) material. But maybe um, click on the uh, turn off your camera button just for a second and then turn it right back on. I just want to see, for whatever reason, you're still seeing that image and nobody else is. So, default. This is, I this don't is know fun where technical support. So, uh, default audio advanced settings. I don't know where it, it's not giving me an option to just turn off my camera. Um, Oh no, that's a side camera. That's a horrible idea. You just dude, what happened? Oh, side camera. Yeah, Yeah. there's the front camera. You still seeing Superman though? Mm -hmm. Yeah, weird. That's weird. Fine. Well, um, is it something that I'll just start start over? Should we start over? Or no, just leave it. It's just the third. You just John. You got to jump on the other side and. Um, All right. All right, tell you what, let me, I'm going to do one quick thing. Let me okay. play the little, uh, electric logo thing, just a few seconds uh, of it and see if that okay. clears okay. anything up. Okay. Thank I'm you for patiently waiting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, let's check out and see if this will refresh your. Interesting that our eyes are black in that logo. 
All right, John, anything different? No. I see I see them kissing. They went away for a second right before, but I I I see them on my end. Right. I don't All right, so let me so let me try this. Okay. I'm actually going to put it up on the screen. Okay. okay. And then take it away. There you okay. go. All right. Let's see, Let's see if that clears it up. All right. All so right. here we go. I'm now putting it on the screen. John Reap, you should now see it. Ah, there it is. I see it now. It's right okay. in the middle, uh, and it's covering me up, so now I just see Alan and right. John Hereford. All right, now yeah. I'm going to take it away. There we go. Is it gone? Yes. Okay. Oh, wow. Very good. My work here is done. Nice problem yeah. solving, guys. No one got mad. We walked We walked through it. Wow. That was wonderful. Now, let's get back to the point at hand. Why are you wearing the bicycle helmet and the Charlie Brown T-shirt? Hey. Uh, I am going out for Halloween. Um, man, I look tired. I'm going out for Halloween this year. And, uh, my costume is, uh, being sent from all over. And so far, this is all I got, but I'm not going to tell you who, who I am. There's other, other pieces of this that are really going to lock it in together. Is the shirt part of it? Yeah, the the shirt was a detail that I really yes. wanted okay. wanted to get. I know that's not a shirt that you would normally wear, so that's why I brought it up. Uh, can I take a swing at this right now? I mean, the odds of me getting it right are astronomical, but I, I right. can give it a shot. Okay. Okay. Now, I'll, I'll, I'll ask some yes or no questions, maybe. Is it from a movie? Is it from a movie? No. All right, I'm out. I was going to say it's the kid who wants his $2 from uh, Better Off Dead. It's going to be a tough one. I I feel tomorrow is Tuesday. That's when... No, tomorrow tomorrow is Thursday. Today's Wednesday. Yes. What? Oh, yeah. So uh, I feel like <laughs> I'll get my jacket um, soon. That'll lock it in. Jacket is part of it. Jacket yeah. and the shirt and the it's bicycle helmet. So it's not from a movie. Not from a movie. Is this a comic book character now that we're talking about comic books? Nope. Uh-uh. It's going to be good, though. It's going to be good. Is it something scary? Uh, no. Nope. Just, just a good. Is it from a TV show? Uh, um, yes, from a okay. TV show. Is it a children's TV show? Oh, no. Got it. Although right, it's about kids. Huh. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. It's about kids, not a movie TV show about kids. Netflix is, um, is it on Netflix? Yes. Aha. I think I know what it might be. Even though I don't watch the show, I watched the first season and stopped. Stranger Things. Nope. And that's your last guess until the okay. next week. All right. Fine. Welcome comes. That's uh, I think I did. That was good. Um, well, I uh, feel like it. I feel very 70s in this shirt. It's not a good look, not just for, for you, but anybody really. 
I don't know why it's from the seventies. That's like a seventies look. Yeah. Kind of or Bernie and Ert. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Bert and Ernie ish. It's also like the colors aren't great. Um, right. I don't I've never liked it when the ring around the collar is different color than the rest of the shirt. Like there was a time where that was kind of neat, but I've never really liked that 100%. Right. What I'm talking about? Yeah. What well, um, was your, Oh, go ahead. You no, know, I was going to say uh we talked about our little uh, theater we did and then you yeah. uh, hustled off and then did your own thing packed in the weeks. That's what's happening now that all these big big theaters. Yeah, I was in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina performing at Good Nights with your buddy Matt Bergman and um and Brent Blakeney and I uh lots of crazy things happened. One sp- specific thing I want to talk about on this show happened. I want to mm-hmm. like to see how you would handle such a thing. Um late show Friday. Of course. I already have a problem with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was probably a half full, right? Mm-hmm. And they're all sort of crammed in the middle. There's a guy sitting uh, in the middle front, and he's wearing a leather jacket. He's wearing okay. uh, sunglasses. I'm talking sunglasses, dark. And he's wearing a uh, newspaper boy, Irish-looking hat that kind of smashed down the bill. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like the Pinky blinders type yeah. thing. Okay. Yeah, but it's black and it's leather as well. He looks like a blues brother, okay? Okay. Um, each comedian comes off stage, comes back and go, how was he? He goes, ah, there's this, there's one guy just making noises and... And just talking sometimes. I'm right. Like, okay. All right. Let me see what this is about. I get up there. And uh, he starts in, <clears throat> finishes, like throws out the punchline before I get to it. I'm doing a bit. He just goes, bam, says it before I get there. Right. I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to ignore that because I don't think everybody heard it. I heard it. And it kept going and it kept uh he was, but he wasn't trying to be. I found out later that he wasn't trying to be mean. He just hadn't been to an event like this and was so excited, enthusiastic that he couldn't keep his mouth shut. And he's probably drunk. And apparently, I had talked to this guy before on Facebook. Now, I would okay. like to look right into the camera and say, <laughs> I'm one of these comedians that will respond to people on Facebook randomly. I don't memorize your name. Uh, I do it to a lot of people. And mm-hmm. there's a 98% chance I will never forget. I mean, never remember that I had this conversation. So when you come to a show and you go, remember we said, and I'm like, if I go, yeah, I'm lying to you. I really don't remember a lot of it. Okay. Anyway, this guy stood up. Which a lot of people don't know. Anytime me and you do shows together, what, anytime I see John Reap, I walk in and I go, hello, Mr. Reap. My name is John Heffron. We've worked with each other before. And then Reap goes, oh, where? And I go, well, we have a podcast called Heffron and Reap. 
that we do once mm-hmm. a week. And then we've also done these shows. And then he just politely goes, oh, yeah, how are those going for you? And then <laughs> I, I say, but that's just yeah. so don't take it personally. That's how John. Yeah. John I do that it. even when I go home and my mom is in the house. I'm like, who are you again? Yeah, you know, I, I just do this to everybody. I have a short attention. Uh, what do you call it? Memory loss. Anyway, yeah. so uh, at some point, and it's been a minute, like I've been sober for the last 11 days. Uh, usually for my solution to handling a late show Friday, which is usually the rowdiest one, is I get I, I match their level of intoxication. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't doing that. I'm not doing it at all this month. So I had to handle this without any booze in my system, and um, which is a new thing. And right. then I went – so I, I said, all right, let me deal with this guy. It's like, let me see this guy. Who's saying that? And I, and I said, let me look at you, buddy. Stand up. You look like a blues brother. And he's like, ah, yeah, I'm so-and-so. And he was talking about his band and his wife, or he just got married. They're on their honeymoon. They're, and he's talking about this long conversation about how he talked about – um, he made this special trip to come see me and, uh, he wants to book me in some trailer parks, <laughs> like he books things or something. Um, it's always good and, to and, talk about that at the, while yeah. you're on stage. Yeah. He's That's trying to, he's trying to get into the job part of it. And I'm like, Oh yeah. Okay. Um, well, and he goes, well, let me get a picture. I want to take a picture, man. I'm like, well, I don't, I normally do that after the show. So I, I ended up kind of handling with it a little bit. And I, I said, well, I'll, I'll let you take a picture of me if I can borrow the glasses and the hat. And so I put the hat and glasses on and I took a picture. I tried to make it, I tried to make it fun, fun and light, but I eventually had to tell him to shut, shut up and stop talking, you know? Yeah. Now here's where it gets crazy. On Thursday night, a bouncer came up to me and he said, introduced himself. He said, if there's any problems, let me know. Yeah, and I said, well, I do have a code word. And I said, and I've only used this code word four times in 25 years. So it's most likely not going to happen. But if I offer to buy someone a glass of water, that means I have tried to do everything I can to deal with this person. It's not working. And now you have to kick them out. Right. That's the code word. And so – I'm trying this stuff. It's not working. And he kind of scared me a little bit because he was getting close to the stage. Yeah. And I yeah, couldn't yeah. tell if he was being passive aggressive. He, ha, 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 you know. And so I said, all right, well, just sit back down. I got, I got, I got 30 more minutes to do, if you don't mind just being quiet or something like that. And I said, you know what? Let me get this guy a drink. I said, let me get this guy a glass of water. And then thinking, okay, here we go. You're out of yeah, here, exactly. dude. Yeah, and of course, because it was the second show Friday, uh, that bouncer had already been, uh, you know, Let cut. Go. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it fell upon deaf ears, and the guy remained for another thirty minutes. And uh, when the show was over, I just went back to the green room, and I'm like, I'm not going out there. <laughs> I just don't. Right. And here's the crazy part: the guy thinks we're still cool. Like he has posted on Facebook, like, oh, my buddy, good to see my buddy. And like posted pictures of me wearing his hat. And he's talking like it's a good experience where where maybe I'm good at making it seem that way. But I hated every second of it. Yeah, and so did everybody who was in the show, unless you were ripping on him the whole time. So people like to hear that people. If you would have went after him and called him this, this and this and got really mean. 
Yeah. People like that. People don't get. I when I was in San Francisco, uh, I had this woman was after everything I say, she would go fuck that was her comeback. Right. right. If I said something like, "Hey, something," you know, I was home during COVID, and I thought about going back to school to get my master's, and then I just have a joke about buying school supplies or something dumb. She's like, "Fuck that." Like so, that was just the level of of her intelligence. Every right. everything was was fucked that. Right. So I do a move, and I can't even show you here. Where as I'm talking, and I talk pretty fast to move around, I'm gonna over exaggerate it so you can see. I'll take my hand and go. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> I I'll, stand, I'll, I'll stand by the person and do the padding thing. Like quiet. You need to be yeah. quiet. It's very. <laughs> kindergarten or first grader Mm -hmm. but everybody gets exactly what i'm doing when i put my hand to stop and i dismiss you by quiet everybody in the show sees what i'm doing so if they keep talking (laughs) now i've kind of made them a bad guy yeah Um, yeah and like you've acknowledged it but you haven't gone off on it and clubs don't care like you know that place we talked to her and then finally the door guy or something came, you know, but it, if it's a small room and there's not a lot of people, it makes a big thing. Now yeah. everyone's listening to the door guy talk to. Yeah. And this, what, ha- what happened to me is I had this like Italian stockbroker guy who I was kind of making fun of, but he was cool about it. Just He weighed 300 pounds and his wife was a little chatty, but they were only chatty if I talked to them. Yeah. Uh, Chatty McCarthy, the lady who wouldn't shut up, she had a, a younger Latino boyfriend who now was, I can felt his chest just getting puffier and puffier right, every right. time I told her to be quiet. And they were with a guy and he moved his seat to be closer to the big Italian guy. Right. So I'm on stage just so I'm literally doing my act. And then there was another girl in the front row who had huge eyes and she kept just staring over at at what was going on there. So I just kept looking at her eyes. And if they got really big, I was using her as a gate. Yeah, yeah, because you could see that these people were going to pop off because then the guy's wife started pushing the girl who was talking and doing like a light push going shut up, but physically putting hands on her. Okay. Right. So you just know this is, right. this isn't going to go well. Right. Right. You know? Um, so, yeah. And then I kind of had to talk. I, I, that's, I, I liked, I've seen you do this before when we were doing our stuff in Detroit or in Michigan. Yeah. That's smart move. It's subliminal. It lets the people know, I am trying to deal with this. You see me sort of put it out without having to stop what you're doing and stay in the moment. Maybe you're in a groove and you're killing and it's going great and you don't want to stop because you know it will it will bring the bit to a stop. So all you do is put your hand and and, and that's a smart move. Um, separate show, there was people talking on the front row. It was a drunk lady and a dude who – I know they probably, I think the guy may have known who I was, but maybe she didn't. Anyway, they were kind of, she was drunk, kind of chatty. And once I got the light at 45 minutes, I thought, now I got to go here because I have dealt with this for 45 minutes. Doing yeah. small things where I will get louder when they do. 
you know? Yeah. And then I'll stand right in front of them and do my bit right in front of them, not even look at them, but I'm standing right in front of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's one joke where I talk about don't for people not to blow dry their butt in the men's locker rooms. And I talk about a guy who did that and I say, you're blowing ass air all over the room. And I do this with my hands. And as I'm doing that bit, I am literally like this close to hitting their faces. I'm going, you're blowing ass. And let's try to get their attention. Like, stop. I'm right here. How can you ignore this? Um, And and at one point I, I did. I love doing this, too, is when you sort of stop talking and you just look at them. Right. So now there's no noise that's drowning out their conversation. Yeah. And I just look and I wait for them to look at me and I go, Oh, hi. I'm sorry. Did I interrupt you? Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I do that move. Uh, usually that works pretty good. And it kind of did. I do the talk really loud move and then I bring it down here and I'll talk just this low and I'll do my next bit this low. And all it does is amplify the person talking. It makes them seem louder. And then I, I a couple times it it it's boring just to go. You need to shut 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 up because the, you know, uh, you know, fuck you. You're not even. You know all those things that are coming. Right. So if somebody's really jabbing at me or just talking out of turn or co-signing on every bit, I'll go listen. Uh, I do my act thousands of times a year, but but I, I'm sensing somebody's uh, reaching out for help right now. Is 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 there a reason in your life that you're not being heard? <laughs> what do you need to tell maybe the person you're with who is not paying attention to you? Because this isn't a normal adult thing. You're you're in pain. You're reaching out. You don't you don't know how just to be quiet and listen because you have something to say or something. What is he doing to you? That is a and I'll just throw it on. I'll cycle and and I'll just throw it that those two are in a and then yeah. a lot of times I've like it gets really dark. Yeah, but I'll just, I'll just get the the two couples and just start fighting each other. Right, I'm like is it because I could. I, I feel you're not being heard. Is it because is he with another woman and he's not admitting to it? And that's why <laughs> you feel right. You just put like, yeah, which statistically you, speaking, 75% chance the guy's with another woman. Yeah. So you just throw that out and just go, okay, you guys can walk or I'm going to keep bringing this up. What's great is like, for after uh, 25 plus years of us doing this all over the country, many, many times, we're pretty good at sizing up people instantly. Now, that's called prejudging. Yeah. And we're pretty good at it, though. Like, I'm wrong maybe 10% of the time. Yeah, you can you can tell. I, I can tell the couples, especially if you're doing relationship material, you can see the couples that are healthy. Mm-hmm. By how they touch each other and point at each other, like, oh my God, that's you. That's so you. We do that. And then you see the ones that are just arms crossed, just not even, not even into it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Maybe, or, or the guys being loud and the girls embarrassed and shy and not vocal, or the opposite of that's happening. That's like a, 
you know, someone's in charge of that relationship. Another person's just going along for the ride. They're not really that happy. Like there's so many things that you can find, you can uh, see. It's like obvious yeah. sometimes real quick on stage, you know, they, they don't think we can see. Yeah. Um, right, let's move on to something it. else. What do you say? Something okay. happier. How was your okay. weekend? Uh, my weekend was uh, uneventful. I think I mowed the lawn, got excited, um, tried to do some house stuff. Um, it's fall, so I'm getting excited about that. Yeah, I love fall. I bet your place looks awesome right now with fall, the leaves changing colors all around Le- you. Leaves are changing colors. I think I, I've killed the the last of the moles, and I'm hoping moles go away. Um I bought a disco light from my basement where you it's a disco light that shoots a dance floor onto the floor and you can make a square. So that's definitely the dance floor where the square is. And then it shoots stuff all, all over the walls. Uh, (laughs) So I can totally have a, yeah, we were down there and then about five minutes in, we both felt very uh, strokey. Like we're about to have seizures. Yeah. Because of all the flickering lights. That's cool though that you got that in your house. Yeah, I can't wait to see. come back and visit. Oh yeah, we're making a like uh, the whole downstairs area is this cool bar now, and it's just kind of getting some work. I have uh, in, in November. I'm back at the Comedy Castle. Those will sell out the 11th through 13th. Then Helium in Philly, the 18th through 20th. Um, maybe the Traverse City place, October 28th, but I'm also getting to a thing where you want work and you want to go off and perform. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just becoming more and more of a homebody. Yeah. It's, it's easy to fall into it and just be like, Oh, I can I just really... get the same amount of money and just stay here? Yeah. Or even <laughs> less, but it's an hour drive in your home. That's yeah. why I don't know. Like even doing those, you know, late show Fridays. Yeah. I don't know if this should be a thing. I, I know. literally, I know the clubs make money that way. And, and but that's yeah. why doing theaters are nice. Cause it's just one show, one but show. I think second, you know, 1030 show Friday is a, is a young man's game. <laughs> yeah, definitely you someone know? who a young man or someone who's willing to get drunk with the crowd. Which yeah, is not, was, not me in October, but yeah, who's and I feel like I'm them. going into the worst spot when I go to Jacksonville, Florida this coming weekend. I mean, that is a drunk show room. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a yeah, dude. That, Jacksonville, Florida. I'm uh, going to be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday. The only really, I think I'm going to do well with ticket sales. I'll, I, I do pretty good there, mm-hmm. but that's. Typically, I'm okay with it because I will match their level of intoxication, but I'm not doing it this time. And so the only good thing about that is I get that nice big hotel room, the the Mandarin suite. Yeah. And I can – that's basically like having a green room. That's your hotel room because it's walking. It's like right there. It's like, you know, 30 I remember I, w- I had a birthday there, so I turned whatever age I turned – and then I went to the little uh, store at the hotel mm-hmm. and I got two, two hostess cupcakes and, and I did my, my show. Everybody left. 
And then I, I walked up to that room and opened up the cupcakes. And that's what I, that was my birthday. <laughs> Me alone in that room eating cupcakes. When was this? Uh, How long ago? Six years ago, five yeah. years ago, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. We got to talk a- about lonely holidays by ourselves on the road, whether it's birthdays or holidays. I mean, I've been there before, buddy. You're not alone in that. You know? I've had a, I've had a lot of birthdays on the road. Yeah, and they kind of never. Yeah, I think the cupcake one. No, I never even got like. You Have know, you ever been going, to it? Surely the staff will yeah, right, make me right. a cake and all sing to me after the show. Never. Yeah. Never. <laughs> and then you even do that. Well, today's my birthday and not even the bartender. Let me give you a birthday. Sh-. It's nothing. It's just yeah. the, whoever works there. You know, you have to get up to do uh rawhide in Dallas tomorrow morning for press. Right. Oh, that's right. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've had some lonely birthdays. I've had some the the funny bone in Dayton, Ohio, um, which sadly is no longer there. Did you hear about that? Did, did that place close? Someone told me it did. I I can't confirm. I was there. Maybe it was you. Well, let's see. They had the there was a manager there that was really cool. Yeah. He fist bumped you all the time. Yeah. You remember that guy? Yeah. Um, sort of tall dad. Bod. Yeah. Tall yeah. dude. He fist bumped you. So then my last memory of the Dayton funny bone was, so I got Bell's palsy when I got Bell's palsy and that date stayed on the book. So it was maybe about a week and a half. I got Bell's palsy and then that I was there for new year's Eve. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, well, I guess I can do the show, but I was so nervous. Like I'm looking in the hotel room. I'm seeing my eye is just, everything's uh, still frozen. I didn't know what to wear. And I'm like, I'll wear a hat. And then I go to do the show and I get on stage and I heard somebody in the front row go, what happened to him? So then I got on stage and uh, this way. See how my lips are like this? Yeah, my lips were worse than this to talk. So I could, so I, so I couldn't even talk like that. So I grabbed my cheek, and I pulled it back enough so I could talk like this. And then I had to put my elbow on my hand, and I'm just like, yeah, this. I got both quality over thing, but I decided to come for New Year's, and I did the show, but not that like I'm any type of hero, but the audience. Could not give a fuck. They were just like somebody even wanted their money back because they couldn't understand me. Not oh. I, the fact that I didn't cancel the shows. Yeah, yeah. Right. I just went up and just did it. And then I had one other show afterwards, and I told the the feature, I'm like, dude, can you do like 35, 40? I'm gonna get up there and I, I don't know, I might do 10. Yeah. I want to go home. This is horrible. I get done. I get off stage. It's New Year's Eve. Everybody's blowing the hats in in the uh and nobody said this is so weird. So I'm walking, but I'm literally alone. Nobody said happy new year. Nobody I couldn't even find the manager there to see who's got my check. Yeah. And I just went to the green room and I sat down for a second and then I see 
everybody. So I walk out to where all the staff is having drinks. Nobody make eye, eye contact with me. And I just walked out. Mm. I just walked out, just completely <laughs> went back to my room or, or whatever. And I think I got a hold of my manager and I was like, cancel everything I have. I'm, I'm not yeah. doing this ever again. You, like, yeah. it was sad. like it was like you literally felt like the hunchback where nobody was giving you like, <laughs> Hey John, a great week. We'll see you here in another time. You know, um, <laughs> that's so, horrible. If that well, comes, I'm not totally. Well, I just, was you were talking, I went to their website and it's, they're closed right now. And they're saying it's because of COVID and all this stuff, but who knows? Um, they're not open right now, but on my birthday there one time, <laughs> like they there's the nicest thing happened. Um, there was some staff that worked there who I'd become friends with. And it was a thing out. Anytime I'd go, I always end up hanging out with the same staff years and years and years. And we sort of became friends and they liked it when I was there and blah, blah, blah. And so I, they knew it was my birthday. And one of them said, Hey, I'm going to make you a birthday cake. I'm like, well, don't, do that because I'm really, really trying to focus on not eating carbohydrates right now. And that's just going to be all carbs. And I, I might just take a taste of it. You're going to waste it. Don't make it. Unless you, I said, and I jokingly said, unless you can make a steak cake. <laughs> and so the next, you know, my birthday, they come in and they had made a, um, like a Salisbury steak cake tray it was like a thing and and red peppers and green peppers they had cut it out to it said happy birthday john on top of it and so i got a steak cake on my birthday one year that was nice that's awesome and i did eat that um lonely one was a thanksgiving one year and i was on the road somewhere in kentucky and uh, I had I had this day off, but it made it made no sense to me to drive all the way home for Thanksgiving and come all the way back to where I just was. I thought, well, I'm just gonna have to be here in this sad hotel by myself on Thanksgiving. Right. And I'm like, it kind of got me down because I could see that my friends and my family were all hanging out with each other, having a good time, and they're watching football together. I know it. And I'm like kind of bummed and uh, at some point, I think I got to go eat. So I get out of the room and I just walk down to the lobby and I see all these old people in the lobby and they're having a Thanksgiving dinner in there for like these old people, like who don't have families. Family, it's like a right. soup kitchen type thing. And they had this Kentucky basketball game on the big screen and, and I'm like, I'm going to go in here and just make a plate and sit down. And I did. <laughs> and no one said anything. And no one said, oh, you can't be in here. You're too young. Or wait a minute, what, what, where's your ID? Or nothing like that. I just went and made a plate. I got like big old thing of turkey and gravy and mashed potatoes. And I, and I sat down at the table next to some people. And I just hung out with them. And it was great. And then I went back to my room and was like, I miss my family. But yeah, that was just an odd Thanksgiving one. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot. Most of the birthdays, though, no one gives a crap if you're a dude and you're over 21. Who cares? The only birthday I remember on stage was at this place in in Flint, Michigan called Mr. G's. 
and it was a dance club where basically all the strippers from the horrible strip clubs in the area went on Sundays. Mm. It was just shady as like, but every comic, if, if whatever you did a weekend show at some place, you always had to do a Sunday show at this place called Mr. G's. Okay. And the guy who would host it would get on stage and he'd ask people to throw up condoms. If you have any condoms, th- throw them up. Um, and then he pull people off the stage and go, okay, what's, what's your first, uh, you know, what's your funniest anal story? Oh, and great. people would just do it. Uh, and the, the DJ had a parrot on his shoulder. And if you swore, if you said whatever swear word, the parrot would fly off the shoulder, fly over the dance floor and then back onto the guy's shoulder. So I would perform there, but my act was never Mr. G's quality. I was, I'm up there. Hey, don't you hate when your mom gives your haircuts and boy, what's with riding the bus to school? Like I had no material and I'm, 19 years old performing there so everyone's 40 i'm 19 so that i just got it was just you know uh but on my 21st birthday i happen to be performing there and the guy hosting says hey he's you know he's he can drink now he can do things. So I went on stage and I'm like, boy, winters in Michigan are weird when you have to wear your snowball boots and I'm doing super clean material. And then the shots start coming. Waitress would just walk up to the stage and, and I did the first one and then I did a second one and then I tried to wave off the third one and then immediately got called a pussy. Yeah, I got called just like 300 people just start calling me a pussy. Then the shots got so lined up, it was it was almost like a, a conveyor belt. Like you didn't have enough time to do oh it. Oh my god! And then the, then the uh, DJ guy comes. Hey, he's he's behind five or six shots. Oh, uh, let's give him time to do it. And then I would do it and do it and do it, and people were cheering like crazy. And then. You know, you know how it takes a little bit of time to get uh, drunk. I was, I was lit. I didn't even know how. But then after the the whole night, the a couple older comics, everyone, whatever, and then everyone just filed out and left. And I just remember being in the parking lot, this super unsafe area, just dr- like mm. crazy drunk. And this is kind of when you thought about driving drunk. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. like this is pre uh dare or definitely not Uber. So right. I just had to sit in my car. I slept in my car and I think I puked a couple times, but I was too afraid to drive anywhere. But I also thought I was going to be killed in the parking lot. Of this <laughs> right. Yeah. Wow. And then yeah. when, you, when you woke up the next morning, where you you were in the parking lot. Um, did you? Have- I don't even know if I slept. I was too afraid of uh, somebody killing me, and then yeah. I just got up and then I drove home, and then yeah. you know had the DTs where I was just shaking the oh, whole way. Man. I'm like, this is this is horrible. Have you done shows in Alaska? Hundred years ago, yeah. like uh, I did a couple. Um, yeah, they, they, I think you know, everyone. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, uh, same guys, 
did a little run of shows up there. I think I forgot their names, but good guys. Um, Fairbanks, Anchorage. Uh, there's a place called the North Pole. Yeah. It's a town in Alaska called the North Pole. Yeah. And they do comedy there at some bar. And, um, you know, their whole town is like, you know, what we do is we, uh, all these uh, letters that get mailed to Santa with no address, if they just say the North Pole, they end up here and the town people answer them. They actually reply back and send it back to the kids as Santa. So I thought that was a cool thing. <laughs> and um, so I'm up, I'm thinking these are friendly good uh family oriented church going people this will be great and um no one i'm i have bits of my act where i say the the drunkest state in america is louisiana and i still kind of think it unless mm-hmm. we're talking about alaska the cuz alaska's right there with them um everyone Ala- everyone in alaska is hiding from the police so I remember doing a comedy at this place called a North Pole, and this waitress or waiter saying like, "Hey, you, you you like shots? Because the crowd, if they like you, they'll buy you shots. Is it cool if we bring one to the stage?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I love shots. Like, no big deal." <laughs> and and sure enough. 10 minutes in, here comes a shot. I'm like, all right, congrats. Thank you. Appreciate that. Who did this? Oh, thanks, dude. Woo. Five minutes later, bam. And now <laughs> it's a thing, right? right? I don't remember how the show ended. I don't remember how I got home. I don't remember who paid me. But I do remember waking up in my hotel room around the toilet um, just waking up and I had, I had puked and, but there was a check in my back pocket oh, and I don't, and I don't know how any of that happened. I don't know how much time I did, uh, blacked out on stage. And I don't, I, to this day, I don't remember, but I did okay because no one got mad. You know? Yeah. I've seen uh when you see guys who drink when they're on stage, you get really drunk. Yeah. Somehow in the brain, they still think they're killing. Yeah. It's just, it's just and they're horrible. slurring. It's sad to watch. It's horrible. Really. And they yeah. just kind of get yeah stuck. Especially if the that. crowd is there to see that guy yeah. who's kind of good at it. Now, if the crowd doesn't care and there's 50 people and they're just drunk and you're like, well, I got to match these people. That one I could accept. But, yeah, imagine going to see like, I don't know. Bill Burr in a sold out arena and he's right. just sloshing around. That's embarrassing. You don't want to do that. So I get that. <laughs> uh, dude, this is great. Um, what about Netflix? Have you watched anything good lately? I've watched a couple of things. I'm, uh, I just keep bouncing around. I've not seen that squid squad thing yeah. that I kind of want to watch. Uh, well, this, I haven't seen it the- either. Yeah, I have a corporate event I have to fly to in California. Um, so it's going to take up most of my week, but then I'll be back for the weekend and I might see it. Um, I watched, who have I watched? Um, I watched a couple comedian specials. Just watch I watched people who I don't know. Um, oh. 
uh, watched uh, pretty much all of Chappelle's. Okay. Um, Shall we talk about it? Yeah. Okay. I have only made it through the first half, and I only stopped because I had to do something else. And I totally, fully intend on watching the rest of it whenever we're done here. Um, so far, so good. Uh, Chappelle being Chappelle, right? Like yeah. he totally pushes buttons, walks the line, but nothing he says I disagree with. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't disagree with him at all. Uh, but I do know there are probably some people who are all butthurt about some of Chappelle's comments. Um, one, one, there's one bit at the very beginning where he's, Oh God, how did this start? I forgot how he started, but he talks about getting molested by a priest. And I don't know if that was true or if that was just him turning, turning molestation on its head because even though he was the kid, he liked it. Right. So I don't know if he just did that to turn it upside down or did that actually happen? I don't know. No one's probably probably talking about that because I don't know if it's a joke or not. Um, But then he talked about um, there's some rapper named DaBaby. Uh Uh-huh. Do you know who DaBaby is? I do not know who DaBaby is. Um, do not know. I'm I, I, the new kids on the block. Rick Ashley, yeah. Salt and Pepper. I just bought yeah. tickets to go see all of them. Yeah, I like the so baby face. Remember baby the baby, baby face. face. I like the baby face. Your rent. Yeah, I like. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Oh no, I was thinking of Tony, Tony, Tony. But yeah, yeah. I don't know the baby or the toddler. Or the adults, but apparently the baby said something, you know, homophobic or anti-gay, <clears throat> and got in trouble for it or something. So, and the only reason I know this because Chappelle brought it up, right? And I'm thinking, well, maybe we got to go see what that is. Do you remember this bit that Chappelle was talking about? I remember him talking about it, but I don't know the reference. Well, the point, I think the point he was making was the point that he, Chappelle was making was that the baby actually shot. I don't know if he killed, but he shot or maybe killed a guy in North Carolina. Right. uh, And it did not affect his career negatively at all. He says a couple of bad things that almost ruined his career. So that was his point. Is like this this guy actually killed a guy, but his words are what got him in trouble. So that's right. the kind of messed up world that we're living in that Chappelle was trying to make his point. But I thought, well now I gotta go look up the baby. Yeah. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> I want to see what he said. Yeah. Yeah. So uh the Alan Jackson, do we happen to have a clip of the baby saying the bad words on the stage? <laughs> Are you in here, the Alan Jackson? He left. Oh, here we go. All right, let's watch this. Came home fans rolling out rant response video. Just show up today with HIV, AIDS, any of them deadly sexual transmitted diseases that'll make you die in three weeks. Put a cell phone like up. Lady, if your pussy smell like water, put a cell phone like up. Fellas, up. fellas, if you ain't sucking nigga dick in the parking lot, put your cell phone like Let's be up. real about this shit. So keep it fucking real. Some of y'all niggas suspect as a motherfucker. Let's be real. 
Uh, okay, that's good. Okay, what are your initial <laughs> uh, thoughts? John Heffern, I'll let you go first. My initial thoughts was... I Could you w- understand that? Sub Subcaptions would have helped a little. Because mm-hmm. um, I just... A lot of... I'm just old, so I think everybody younger than me... Uh, never moved them out. They don't know where uh, don't do it, but they, Yeah, it's a lot of... Monod- monod- they're all monodrone and stuff. Uh, yeah, so I don't, I don't know what he said. Something about if, but if a woman's, I can tell you, vagina tastes like water. Yeah, you got to do something to it. I wonder if that's a good thing, right? Like water wouldn't be the worst thing. Yeah, water is. There's no taste at all. That's not yeah, bad. So I'm okay it, with no taste. But then, what Down are you? There. But what are you not supposed to do if if you well? Okay, he started really? off saying, uh, well, let's just play it again real quick, Alan. It's real short. And I open my shows wrong. Let's just, yeah. Well, we got to take our shirts off. And But go ahead, yeah. Let's right. see what. You didn't show up today with HIV, AIDS, any of them deadly sexual transmitted diseases that make you die. Okay, pause it. Okay, right there he said. So, so more, if you don't right, have no. any AIDS or HIV, or any sexually transmitted diseases, put your cell phone up and light it up. Put your cell phone light up. So he's saying he wants these people right, hell. to like acknowledge him by putting his cell phone in the air and turning the flashlight on. Okay. I think that's what I think that's what's happening so far. Okay, okay let's hit the next one. Sexual transmitted diseases that'll make you die two, three weeks, put a cell phone light in the air. Lady, if your pussy smell like water, put a cell phone light in the air. Oh, we got we got froze. Oh yeah, that one was nice up, fellas. If you ain't sucking nigga dick in the parking lot, put your cell phone. Let's be real about this shit. (laughs) Okay, I like the other guy going. Let's be real about this. Like he's got a guy, a hype guy over there off the stage. So what I'm gathering is him saying, if you don't have sexually transmitted H or uh, HIV or AIDS, that will kill you in two to three weeks. Put yourself on lineup, ladies. If your pussy tastes like water. Put your cell phone lights up. Uh, and if you N-words are out there sucking dick in the parking lot, put your cell phone light up. So far, he's not saying if it's good or bad. He's just saying put your cell phone light up. You know what yeah. I mean? I would have I used that argument well, if I was the baby's the oh, yeah. lawyer. Yeah. Okay. Thoughts. Thoughts. What else is he? What then? Then what? That's what it. happens? That's that's the whole thing where he got in trouble. He got in trouble for that for saying, if you the HIV AIDS, uh, suck a dick. If your pussy tastes like water, that's where he got in trouble. I, that's weird to me because he actually didn't say I hate this and I'm against it. All he said was put your cell phone light up. You know what I mean? There's a loophole in there he could have got out of, but I think he went out and apologized, and that probably made it worse. I mean, he could have just went on forever. If if you're not a known carrier of HPV because you're male and you can't get tested, put put so, your up, up, up there. Um, <laughs> it, you know, there, there's yeah. there's a lot. I don't know. Here we go. I was gonna put my cell phone light up, John. <laughs> Um, I don't know what, you know, the 
I guess he was just saying he's not down with that, which is not in that community. Who cares? I don't think, I don't think it's a big issue, but apparently it was. And, uh, it's so much that Dave Chappelle talked about it. The only point Chappelle was making was it's funny to him how you can shoot and kill a guy at a Walmart and not get in trouble as much as you are saying, put your cell phone light up. If you don't S S on some D. <laughs> Dude, I, so, I mean, look, we're not going to see the baby because he's a philosopher or, yeah. or he's a policymaker. He's we're not electing him in any sort of government position. Right. So what do we expect out of our the baby to rappers? I'm saying it's whatever. I don't know what happens with comedy where right everybody's going to be pissed at something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, like I I had a bit that's 100 years old um that it was about my brother me 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 getting my brother in trouble or I would ch- I would choke him but he'd get me in trouble no matter what I was doing to him. I could be holding on to his ankle and he would just yell I can't breathe. And then the joke is my dad wouldn't play Columbo and he would just ground the person next to the person who said they, they can't breathe with, even though we weren't choking them. Right. So then I had on just on some of my social people saying that I was racist because I I can't breathe is associated with Eric Gardner and, and all that. I'm like, like, you know, in a time machine and, recorded the bit 10 years before that happened right you can't the new phrase happens that's i don't you do the bit anymore because that's what people associate it with that sucks dude but when i was doing it it was just me and my brother that was a thing and then is that, I is there a part of you that makes you want to do it even more now? Dude, I had like, t-shirts uh, made that said I can't breathe. Like it was such a popular <laughs> bit. And then when all that stuff came out, I'm like, I'm not selling, I can't breathe. Sure. Wait, do you have <clears throat> anywhere nearby you an old I can't breathe t-shirt? No, uh no, they're downstairs, <laughs> but I do have them. Oh and a whole pack. MG. Yeah. I want one of them t-shirts. That's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, think about all the things that we've had to stop doing or stop talking about because a new phrase happened. Like, did you know this was racist? The okay sign. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. I saw it. That's the. That's white. Special. White you, power. Yeah. If apparently. you Google me on my images, one of the first pictures you'll see is me doing the big okay sign. Oh, that's right. At yeah, the yeah, camera. Yeah. Yeah, and that's from a bit where I'm in a car and I turn my car on after it's already been on, and I'm waving to everybody who would be looking at me, and I go, "I'm okay, okay," and I do the okay, but that's my. That's Isn't my that time. stupid? And that's then so- I had a bit where, uh, how my dad came home once and walked through the hallway and punched holes in every wall or in every door. He's like, "If I come home and see a bike in the driveway, that's your ass." Hole, hole in the wall uh, door. Uh, thermostat stays at 68. Uh, hole in the door. If you don't pick up, if, open a can of pop, you're going to finish it. Hole in the door. And then the joke is something. I don't even do it, so I don't remember it. 
something about when he turned 70, he told us all that he had plans on replacing all those doors in that hallway that following weekend, that it was strictly just to show a force is mm-hmm. why he did it. He, yeah. like, like he, he knew he was going to replace those doors. So he's yeah. just being Who a 30 year old guy just, just, punching, yeah. punching holes. Cause he knew they were going to be replaced. Boy, I got a whole thing from a couple people about a spot, uh, uh, that that's abuse and the whole joke was you got to freak out your kids when they're young you got to flip over a coffee table for no reason when they're two or three so they just mentally have that in their subconscious that you can kind of be crazy wow. so many people said I, that was child abuse my, my dad was a shit dad for scaring us like that and just you know <laughs> how, how dare it so- yeah I mean, imagine the kind of crap that we get on this level. And now imagine what Chappelle's getting, right? <laughs> but he's got so much FU money, it doesn't matter. He could F himself. And My favorite line he said in there, he goes, you, you don't get in a fight with uh, or an argument with the trans community because they make up words to argue with you. And then he had a couple phrases that oh, they I made got up there, for that women were funny. against da 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 da, and then he made reference to women are pissed at trans, like black people are pissed at blackface because women think these men are just <laughs> imitating them, and that's right. offensive. Oh you know? wow! And yeah, he just goes off that it's science. You're born a man or a woman. Mm-hmm. You know, I love I love it. I can't wait to watch the rest of it. Dave Chappelle. Does a move, which I think is brilliant, by the way. When he does something that's kind of like gets a big laugh or it's a shocker, you know, or he'll take the microphone and hit his leg with it. Good luck. Like yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then Chris Rock invented the drop the mic move. Dave Chappelle gave us hit the hit your hit the mic on your leg move. Yeah. Both make a sound and both sort of add to the moment. Um, and what it is, is it's conditioning to teach you when the laugh is. There's a lot of comics that do that. Um, Ron White, every time he takes a sip of his drink, is usually when the punchline's happening. Yeah, he'll be he's talking so, as he gets up to here, and then he'll say the punchline he right about here. And then drink, people know, okay, that's a cue to laugh. I know comics that take the mic and drop it down, like, just every... I know comics that grab the mic stand and and pound it every time there's a laugh. It's amazing how fast a, a crowd will, will get taught. This is when you laugh is when yeah, right. this this thing happens. <laughs> they're those they're are, easily manipulated. It's those. Uh, do you know? Hmm? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Crowds are easily manipulated that way. Yeah. 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 They don't know it, um, which is. The definition of manipulation. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, there's a comedian named Ronnie Bullard who used to do a thing. You know Ronnie Bullard? I remember him being a dick to me when I was early in my in my twenties. I can see I that. don't remember what. I remember his headshot. And I I just remember that guy from that headshot got yeah. shitty with me. I don't even remember where, but I've carried that with me for yeah. 30 years. Well, he's had that reputation. It wasn't just you. He was kind of a long time ago. I don't even remember. He's kind of douchey yeah. to a lot of people. 
Um, and it's probably coming back around to bite him in the butt now. It's not really, I don't know what he does anymore, but I remember, <laughs> um, a couple things about him. He used to do a thing conditioning where he would do a joke and at the end of it, he would go <laughs> like that. Like it's uh he's not really laughing at himself, but he's kind of wheezing. So if the punchline was, and I fought a lesbian chick, he'd be like, and I fought a lesbian chick. <laughs> like that and right. so that just was at the end of every punchline. and i remember him saying something snarky to me and i thought like you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna record your set and i'm gonna give you the highlights on a cd for you and it would just have been <laughs> like just right. that because to me that's the part that got the laugh wasn't what he was saying is the fact that he was making this stupid wheezing laugh noise at the end of his dumb punchlines. But I remember staying with a week, <laughs> staying, staying with him in a condo somewhere. Maybe this was like in, uh, in Wichita. And uh, I remember him <laughs> saying, this is when the condo had a home phone. Okay. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's how old this was. Right. I remember him saying to me as I'm sitting in the living room doing something, he goes, Hey, um, if this phone rings and it's my wife, uh, do not tell her I, I went to the casino or the dog track. Tell just make up something else. And I'm like, Got it. Can't <laughs> wait to tell her you're at the dog track, dude. <laughs> Luckily for him, <laughs> the phone didn't ring. But um, yeah, he had a problem with booze went off the rails but there's uh that whole concept might even be for another podcast tammy pescatelli has some stories where if the back in the day the comedy clubs didn't put you up in a hotel they bought a condo and then that was called the comedy condo and all the acts for that week had to share the condo so the headliner would get the bedroom that maybe had a bathroom in it and then if you were emceeing maybe you, there's a full out couch mm-hmm. uh, if you're featuring you've got a room but you're kind of forced to live um, with all these people and Pescatelli would tell a story she'd go in that room lock it and then get fork, forks or knives from the you know from the kitchen and sleep with it in her hand because God. the headliner would get a little, little drunk or off the rails and then know that there's a girl on the other side of that door and would get a little aggressive to, to open right. that door. Um, I was the, you know, I was tail end of a lot of that, but there was all these old timer comedians that were notorious for like, like jizzing into the shampoo bottles. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like just doing that. So you're just paranoid. Like this Ali Joe Prater guy, would always do stuff like that. And you were just afraid to, you know, never yeah. use man, like anything that was in there. John uh, Fox. And, yeah. And there was always like hidden porn. Like mm-hmm. you just open up a drawer, you'd find some really bad VHS tape. Yeah. That was yeah. just that somebody left. Yeah. I, I always, always enjoyed when I found a magazine under the mattress. I'm like, Oh, that was considerate. Who yeah. did that? Who was the nice yeah. young man that passed this on for me? I was in like San Antonio or someplace um, at the condo and uh, four people came in through the front door. I'm just watching TV. 
middle of the day, four just people had keys, came in, and they're like, like oh, are you, the, uh, you working there this week? I'm like, yeah. They go, oh, that's cool. Hope, you know, hope you have a good shows. And then got a mini stepladder and then went up on top of the, the <laughs> shelving and came down with a huge bag of pills. I don't know what oh. they were, just a huge bag of pills. And then they put the thing where like, okay, we'll catch you. And then you just walked out of the room. Just walked out of the room. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of like the the character Laszlo from Real Genius, who like would go to the closet and you're like, why is he the strange man just comes walking out of the closet and walks across the room and then turns out he lived downstairs, like in underneath the, the house and and the pipes and, but yeah, um, similar thing. We got to wrap this one up, but maybe I should tease it. Okay. Tease this story. Maybe next episode we start with this. Okay. Comedy condo. Not going to say where it was, uh, a combination lock where people, if you knew the combination, you could get in. Right. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a keypad. Yeah. So that means, Everyone who's ever stayed there Has can get the in any time they want. Yeah. Uh, hanging out in the living room. My girlfriend at the time was on the way there. Um, and I'm just sitting in the living room. Another girl comes walking in and propositions me. And I'll Ooh. leave it there for next week is what happened. The proposition was made and I had, and the clock was running. <laughs> I, from one of those places, <laughs> I got scabies from one. Came Is home. That a real thing? I thought that was a made up kid word. No, you got little, they're bugs that dig into your armpits and stay. And then they lay eggs. And so you just get these bumps on all your hairy, warm places. Are scabies also known as chiggers? Don't know. I hit the CH really hard. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But if scabies were were gross. Wow. All right. The whole show I've been looking at my face. I weigh more than I've ever weighed in my entire life. And I don't know. I don't know what to do. How's the the girdle's not working? I got rid of my stomach. It's, It's insane. It blew up the other day where I couldn't even see my feet. Oh, man. Like, I eat some cheese like you got, but I've never weighed what I weigh now. I should be 25 pounds lighter. <laughs> I'm starting to, starting to yeah. really feel agey. I don't know. What well, I'll move around. Eat less. I think uh, I'm just going to starve myself. I think that the diet I'm going to go on is I have one meal a day. Yeah, intermittent fasting. It's got a fancy it's one meal. meal. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, John. I had a good time. Uh, you're going to be somewhere. I'm going to be in Jacksonville, Florida this weekend. Come see me at the Comedy Zone. Don't buy me a drink. Don't uh, throw wine. Don't throw wine. Just come to the show and laugh real hard and say hello. And then um, Halloween's around the corner. 
You can go to heffernandreap.com. Check out old episodes at heffernandreap.com. You can be a Patreon supporter. You can help us keep the lights on here at the Heffern and Reap Show. Uh, yes. You can give us a dollar. You can give us $100. Whatever you want. Make it up. Heffernandreap.com. Click on Patreon support. Our tour schedules are there. And... And oh, write us a nice iTunes review or Apple Podcast review, uh, Heffern and Reap. Yes, John. And also feel free if you're bouncing around Facebook and you run across somebody's famous post, feel free to start going, hey, at John Heffern, hey, at John Reap. You guys were just talking about this. Yeah. Starting to see it more and more. Yeah. I so when now me and John used to do it, but I, I say we open it up to everybody. That's even no. better. That's a better idea. Have our the people, yes. our listeners, go at either one of us. Yeah, then we have. Yeah. That means we have to weigh in. When we'll respond any yeah, way totally. we want. But yeah, notice and pop up a lot. All right, man. That is that is it for us. Right. That's it, baby. All right, the baby. <laughs> Good times. We'll see you next episode of Heffron and Reap. This is John Reap saying bicycle. Since you love the Heffron and Reap show, please go to iTunes and let them know. Rank the show and leave a comment. We don't care what you write, you know. They have run and reap, have low self-esteem. So please validate them by ranking them and making them seen. So no matter what you do, 